Welcome, everybody, to your all-time favorite podcast in the world, and arguably the most useful podcast, as some have said, Persuasion School. My name is Jake Savage. If this is your first time here, welcome. Grateful to have you with us. You can learn a little bit about me on the bio of whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on, but a super quick snapshot that I say at the beginning of each episode is I'm a former door-to-door salesman. I knocked on about 100,000 doors over many years, and then I helped launch a sales company with some other people, other amazing people. My job there was to build and train a team of national salespeople, and I was the president for the last three years, and in that time, we had some fun milestones like the Inks list of the 500 fastest growing companies in the nation twice. So I had a lot of fun building that company up over seven years. And then in 2021, I launched my own consulting business, which I've been wanting to do for a while. So now I leverage all of that decade and a half of uh, corporate sales experience. I leverage that to help nonprofit fundraising teams win bigger donations. And I like to work primarily with anti-sex trafficking or anti-human trafficking organizations. So that's what I do now in a nutshell. Then of course, through this podcast, we teach the masses how to get more of the things that they want in life how to use the art and skill of persuasion to get more of what you want, deals, dates, donations, raises, promotions, just feeling more confident in your everyday conversations. This is the place to come if you want to learn how to become a more effective communicator. So either I've put together something fun from my own experience in terms of a podcast episode, like a lesson, or I'll pull something interesting from the world of psychology or neuroscience on how to influence the behavior of other people, positively influence the behavior of other people. Or I have interviewed somebody awesome doing amazing things and we learn from them how they influence and inspire other people to take action. That's the show. Boom. All right. So getting into today's episode, man, I figured today could kind of just be somewhat of a life update. It will tie into persuasion, I promise, but it'll be a little bit of a blend of Whiskey Wednesday, which I'll also talk about, and in a regular Thursday episode. And I don't have whiskey today, unfortunately, but I do have Lef, which is a a Belgian beer. So if I'm not drinking whiskey, then Belgian beers are the next best thing. So today, yeah, I just thought it would be a little bit more informal as I give everybody a little update on what's going on. Because it feels like it's been... A whirlwind, a little bit of a madhouse. And if you've been following the show for a while, you've been a longtime listener, I'm sure you've noticed some changes. And if you follow me on Instagram, you're you're definitely noticing some changes. So I figured this could be an opportunity for us to talk a little bit about those, um, share some news with you guys, and present a cool perspective on how to use the art of persuasion for something we have not talked about yet on this episode or on on this podcast. So where to start? Let's start with Whiskey Wednesdays, as you've probably noticed that those have dropped off. So for one, my family and I have been traveling for the past month. We've been out visiting um, different friends and family around the nation, driving a lot of that with our one-year-old daughter, which has been a ton of fun. I've still been recording episodes while doing that, but the the Thursday episodes are always the meat and potatoes of Persuasion School. I used to have a Monday episode, which was a Q&A, which I moved to Patreon. And then I had a Wednesday 
episode called Whiskey Wednesday, which I, I mean, I did all the way up until that trip. It was just too much. And I'm not, this is where it's almost like confessional uh, aspect of today's episode. I'm not sure how into Whiskey Wednesday people are. And anyways, it was a lot of work putting out all of these episodes, three episodes a week, uh, nonstop. And I, I've scaled back on all of them. So now that the Q&A, by the way, we do have people signing up on Patreon. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash, slash, slash persuasion school. I haven't even barely cracked this beer, so I'm just naturally slurring my words. Slash persuasion school. That's where you can go to subscribe and ask me a very specific question about your scenario or situation and I can provide an answer to the best of my ability. And so we've got people that have signed up. They've subscribed for four bucks a month is what it is. And they're reaching out with questions. And I've been cranking out episodes there, which is why maybe if you follow this, you notice that the episode numbers, <coughs> excuse me, jump a little bit. Hopefully that's not Delta. And uh, they, they skip a, a little bit. That's because I'm uploading episodes onto Patreon. So if you're somebody that does have questions that you would like answered, and it could be about whatever, maybe you're in sales, you're in fundraising, or you are single and you want to try to find a way to use these methods to get somebody to go on a day with you, or you've got to negotiate a raise, whatever it is, man, pop on Patreon. It's only four bucks a month and you can also cancel at any time. So you could pay four bucks and have me upload an episode with my answer to your question and then cancel. That would be terrible. I would be upset, but you could do it. And it wouldn't be the end of the world. So anyways, that's uh, that's patreon.com slash persuasion school. So that's what happened with the Monday Q&A. Whiskey Wednesday, you know, I brought that around because we had people that were wanting to get to know a little bit more about me and my life. So my wife and I and my brother and I, we had some fun sharing some stories there um, about my past and then a lot of what I'm into now. But I noticed that there's not a ton of overlap. Overlap between... The, th- the things that I'm passionate about in my personal life versus why a lot of Persuasion School listeners listen to the show. Uh, because as I began talking about more and more of the endurance training, which is really like all my life is outside of work in this podcast, uh, the streams were decreasing heavily while increasing actually more. We're still growing more and more every day. There are new subscribers to the show that listen to the Thursday episode. Whiskey Wednesday, not so much. So for me, it was like, man, spending all this time and effort, um, do people listen to it? And if you do and you enjoyed it, feel free to let me know. You can always DM me on Instagram or something or send me an email, jake at jakesavage.co. Let me know you missed those. You can catch me on Instagram as well. That's where I'm uh, posting a lot of updates about life. So anyways, again, just letting you guys know where I'm at, what is cooking with the show, I have every intention of continuing the Thursday episodes because I believe so strongly just in this skill of being more persuasive and being able to influence other human beings, positively influence them to take action. It's one of the most important skill sets that we can have in our lives. And I want to continue to share my knowledge and my experience while also sharing what I'm learning along the way. I'm always reading books um, to try and just soak up whatever I can about this topic. So Thursday episodes will continue. Monday Q&A, you've got to jump on Patreon for that. Again, four bucks a month if you've got a question. And then Whiskey Wednesday, here's what's going to happen. That's probably fading out. 
because those of you that enjoy listening to the show don't seem to be as interested in my endurance training stuff. But I'm thinking about starting another podcast show that is, and it would be geared a lot more towards any, you know, the audience that is into all the endurance training. So wherever there is some overlap and that, uh, that gets me excited. So I think I would go to technically two, maybe two and a half episodes per week, depending on the amount of questions that come through from, uh, the Patreon Q and a, so it continued to be this on Thursdays. And then I am thinking about starting a podcast on endurance training and endurance mindset, endurance sports, all that good stuff. I'll keep you guys posted. Um, if, and when that happens, I would like it to happen. I just need some things, things, some ducks to fall in a row. All right. So that's kind of where I stand on all of that stuff. And then some good news is that, as I've said in the beginning of each episode, you know, in the, in the beginning of 2021, I launched my own consulting business to help these nonprofits. Well, naturally business was slow. It's not like I started something brand new and it just took off. So it was very slow, which afforded me the time to be able to put out more of these episodes. But lately, I've been getting a lot more traction, getting to work with some really amazing people in groups, making tremendous impact in the fight against human trafficking and sex trafficking. And I'm so grateful for those opportunities to work with them. But that takes precedence. You know, that's that's what I feel like is my calling is to make an impact there um, in that fight against human trafficking. So as I take on more clients, my bandwidth is stretched thin. I had to push Whiskey Wednesday to the side. Uh, and, um, that's probably why. So I'm getting to do more of what I love. Hopefully that helps to justify, uh, the, the ditching of the whiskey Wednesday episodes. All right. So that's, that's a little bit of it. And then one more new major project. And I said in the beginning, this would be like a confessional life update, but also, uh, an aspect of persuasion that we've never spoken about. That's now a major project for me. And here's what it is. And if you've been listening to the past, like several episodes, you're probably going to recognize a little bit of what's going on here, but I've got a, a close friend of mine and oh, I've actually interviewed him on this podcast. So if you, if you've listened to the one with the baby's agent, Andrew Lieber, this is the guy I'm working with now. So if you listen to that, you heard that Andrew and I grew up together since kindergarten. So we've known each other now over 25 years and have been friends. We probably became friends, I don't know, like uh, end of elementary school, maybe early middle school. So we've been friends for a while and then have known each other for 25 years. Well, he he is just a hardcore entrepreneur and is very successful. He's built an incredibly successful booking agency in the music industry, working with artists that everybody here has heard. Obviously, the baby, uh, Juice World. He's worked with Ti, The Game, and I don't know. I'm not into rap, so I, I don't even know the rest. But I'm, he always makes fun of me that I don't know these people. But you guys probably would. So, anyways, those are a few. And he's he's always struck me as this person that has like an endurance mindset. Because I watched him live in his mom's basement for almost 10 years while he built this up. And now he's incredibly successful. But you have to have some stick some grit, an endurance mindset to be able to do what he did and to get where he's at. So that's kind of always stuck with me. But as he's grown this business over the last 10 years, he has, I mean, he's always had like an unhealthy uh, diet and eating habits. And they've gotten worse as 
life has progressed, and he now weighs over 400 pounds. I know exactly how much, but in case he's listening, I don't want him to know because that's part of what's going on. So he's he's a good bit over 400 pounds, and he's tried every single type of diet out there in the books, and nothing has worked. Nothing has worked, uh, unfortunately. But it's time. I mean, he needs to make a change ASAP. And we've had different friends work with him. I think he's worked with personal trainers and then, you know, all the diets you can think of, he's he's tried as well. And so nothing's working, right? Well, so it was like a few weeks ago, I guess now almost two months ago, that I was just hanging out at the pool with Alexa, my wife, and our daughter, Sloan. And I'm sitting there thinking about Andrew, for whatever reason, he was on my mind. And my brother's name is Andrew, not that one, this guy. He was on my mind. And I'm thinking about like his mindset. And in my eyes, I'm like, man, he's got this endurance mindset. Like he's got, he's got everything there. He's just missing this, like the lifestyle habits and the diet habits piece, you know, but he has, he has something that a lot of people honestly don't, which is this stick to itiveness. I mean, how many people would have given up a couple years in to trying to build a booking agency after, you know, getting told, you don't know what the heck you're doing. Get out of this industry. It's not for you. You suck at this. No, we're not working with you. I mean, he just got rejection after rejection after rejection and he stuck with it. So I'm sitting there thinking, man, this guy has this ability that, that, you know, is super rare and so many other people don't have. I feel like he could do an Ironman triathlon. And if you don't know, I've said it before, but an Ironman triathlon is, I mean, it's pretty much the most difficult, um, the most difficult recreational like race that you can participate in. There are some super gnarly things that exist past the Ironman, um, but very few people actually participate in them. But this is like the number one hardest thing, most difficult thing recreationally that anybody can do. It's a triathlon where you swim 2.4 miles and then you immediately jump on a bike and you bike 112 miles. And then you throw on your running shoes and you run a full marathon of 26.2 miles. This all has to be done in 17 hours or less or you get disqualified. So I did one last year and I've got another one coming up in a few weeks. And having done one myself, I know how much of it is just mindset. You do have to be in good physical shape, but... I, you know, this is like just speculation here. To me, it feels almost like it's 60, 40 or even 70, 30, 70% mindset, 30% physical ability, because there are plenty of people that do have the physical ability, but cannot complete the Ironman. So it's not like an if A, then B, you have to have like if you're, you know, if you are physically fit enough to do it, then you can do it. That's not the case because plenty of people quit because they just can't put one more foot in front of the other. So it is such a mental game. It's such a mental event. And there are not a lot of people that I know personally that could do something like that. Now, this guy is missing the physical fitness piece, right? He's over 400 pounds, but he has the mental piece. That's the rare part. You know, if I had had a friend that was super fit, it wouldn't have really occurred to me to try to pitch them on 
like doing an Ironman with me or, you know, having me hiring me to coach them or train them to do an Ironman because they would have to have that rare aspect, which is the mindset. And so anyways, I, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse here. He has that, right? So I'm sitting here at the pool. I'm thinking about Andrew. He's on my mind. Like, man, this guy has the mindset that's super rare, the ability to endure and to do this. Like, I bet he could do it. I bet if I pitched him on that, maybe he would be interested because nothing else has worked. But what if he wasn't leaning into his strengths? So this is where some of the persuasion comes in. First, I had to persuade him to join in on this idea. And then lately, I've been persuading him each day to stick with the idea. So I'm thinking to myself, like, man, maybe he's never. And and, and as I'm saying this, yeah, this is a life day, life update. I'm letting you guys know what's going on. Uh, it does pertain to persuasion, but I'm I'm saying it because I I really would like for you guys to think about this too. If you're somebody that's overweight, or you have a loved one that is overweight, and they've tried everything and nothing has worked, you know, we're we're, we're new to this. I'll keep you posted on the progress. It's not like we've discovered something yet, and we've had a breakthrough. We are, uh, we're a little over a month in and we're making progress. So I'm not saying like, this is the key. I just want you to think about it from this perspective because I think it could help. So anyways, all that to say, I'm, I, th- I hit him up and I say, hey, I, I have an idea. Like pretty much of everybody that I know, you're probably one of the only people that could accomplish a full Ironman, that could complete a full Ironman because it is such a mental game and not so much physical. I bet if you and I worked together, I could get you in shape to take care of the physical aspect to get you where you need to be to at least complete it. But I know you've got the mindset for it already. And I I told another friend of mine about that and he was like, oh man, I bet you could come up, I bet you could make a documentary out of that because that would just be nuts. This 400 plus pound guy losing all this weight over a few years and then accomplishing an Ironman, like who wouldn't watch that documentary? And I was like, yeah, that's true. That would be cool. But then it hit me that that's a moneymaker. And this guy loves business, entrepreneurship, and money. So that was kind of my, my uh, uh, another key selling point for him was it would be a way for us to make money together. So I sent him this text, which is says what I just said about, you know, you're the only person I think that could do this or one of the only people. You've got the mindset. I bet I could train you, yada, yada, yada. Plus, what if we make a documentary about it? And we split the profits from the documentary because who wouldn't watch that? And he immediately responded saying he was interested, but he needed to look up what an Iron Man was. And that's where I thought I might lose him. I didn't want him to really Google it. I wanted a chance to be with him in person. So he asks me some questions and then we met in person to, to debrief a little bit about, you know, what it would entail. But eventually he said yes. And he said that he was on board. For a couple of reasons. One, the documentary would be a fun way for him to also spread the word about his business. So it'd be um, promoting his business. It would be marketing. Two, we would ideally make money from this documentary, cranking it up together, because he's got some some strong connections in the film and movie and TV space. People that have produced documentaries and people that make shows, big shows on Netflix. And uh, he's, he's got connections to all those people that could make this documentary. So one, marketing for his business, two, moneymaker, and three, the idea of like a diet plan or a fitness training plan that played into his strengths. Because he had never heard about, I mean, he had like heard about an Ironman, but didn't know how mental it was. And he knew, he knows that he has the mental game, the mental capacity and tenacity to be able to do this. So for him, I think the light bulb went off like, oh, wow, this is, 
this is a, a physical feat that plays mostly to my mental strengths. You know, this could be the first time ever there's an alignment with what I'm already good at and trying to lose weight. So those three things together made for an ultra compelling case for him to say yes. And so now he is paying me to coach him. So this has turned into, you know, I started a consulting business to work with nonprofits, but this is now a project of mine, a client of mine as a consultant is I'm, I'm helping this guy. But I, I almost see it, you know, it's, it, it has similar values to what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm such an advocate for, for freedom and, you know, like with this anti-sex trafficking, I just don't believe that any human being should be subject to that, um, ever. And it, it's, that's like a super long story from an experience I had living in Eastern Europe where I saw this with my eyes firsthand. Um, but in a sense, Andrew is like captivated and he wants to be liberated from this excess weight. And so there is this cool alignment, at least with the values that I have on what I'm working on with some of these other groups. It's helping this guy to experience a sense of freedom, which I think is ultra rewarding and it will be for both of us. So anyways, we're in the process of making the documentary now, which is awesome. And if you go to my Instagram, you'll be able to see some of the progress. We are on day 36 so he is sticking with it, which has been fantastic. We're getting a lot of great workouts in. He's sweating hard. He's burning a crap ton of calories. Um, I've just been incredibly proud of this guy, and it's been so fun just to work with him on the daily. So anyways, sharing a couple things that have been working for Andrew and I. One, if, you, you know, if you're a regular listener, then you probably heard that episode uh, a few episodes ago where I talked about the doctor getting the trucker to ditch Mountain Dew from his diet because he was an obese uh, trucker. And I think he ended up losing like close to a hundred pounds by removing Mountain Dew from his diet, but he was drinking three one liter bottles per day of Mountain Dew. And the whole point of that episode was to talk about this principle or this, uh, this idea of our zone of acceptance. All of us have a zone of acceptance, like a circle drawn around us. And anything outside of that circle is not really going to work. It's not going to fly with us. We're not going to be interested in it, but we're, but we're, we're down for, and we're willing to do whatever, as long as it's within that circle. So how you get somebody to do something outside of that circle is you basically just want to draw them to the edge of that circle. And they just kind of put a little toe across the line. Right. And then as they put a little toe across the line, it widens the circle. So you're sort of chunking down your request. If you have a big request or you're trying to change a big behavior or habit for somebody, you want to start small, break it down into micro chunks to slowly broaden that circle and expand that circle for them to be more willing to do something else. So what I'm, how I'm utilizing that is I don't even ever talk about the Ironman. It never comes up. I purposely do not address it because I know that is so far outside of a circle. And if I were to talk about the Ironman more often during our daily trainings, I think that that would ultimately be discouraging to him, you know, to not see the progress that he would hope to make. And he might just think that there's no way it's going to happen. So instead, I just tell him to focus on the day. Hey, just focus on today. 
just today and nothing else. And then I also am kind of lying to him at times, tricking him uh, slash inspiring him, I would say. But what I'm doing is, you know, I've, I've got uh, him wearing a heart monitor that's connected to my phone and I can see how many miles he's walked or biked or how far he's gone or what, it's, what his heart rate is, et cetera. And he relies on me for that information. So I've been helping him to broaden that circle, widen that circle by realizing that he's capable of more. So, you know, for example, the other day when he was on the bike, he's just biking around his neighborhood. He hasn't biked in like well over 10 years and he got a bike built for a heavy guy and he wanted to bike two miles. But I thought he was doing pretty well. I mean, he was he was struggling, huffing and puffing, but he was like, all right, let's 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 get to two miles and call it. So, and he said, what are we at now? And I said, 1.5. And just the way he was going, his heart rate looked okay. I'm keeping track of that. Uh, I wasn't going to let it get out of hand. But I thought to myself, all right, what if I just stretch this out and get us to three? I'll keep telling him that we're we're approaching two, but really we'll be approaching three. And so that's what we did for like the next couple minutes. He kept, you know, making this little loop and he was like, where are we at? Where are we at? And I'd say, oh, we're at 1.7. Oh, we're at 1.75. We're at 1.8. You got it, man. When in really we had surpassed two and we're almost at three miles. And so when it was done, he was like, all right, I got two miles. And I was like, actually, you did three. And it was cool just to see this look on his face, um, you know, that he had, he just had this sort of realization, a mini one, you know, that he was capable of more. So that was a little bit fun, slowly but surely widening that, widening that circle. Um, another thing is the commitment and consistency funnel. I've talked about that before too. Like we're far more likely to remain committed to something that we said versus something that somebody tells us, right? And I also put that in an episode when I talked about that uh, consultant for like a college test, test prep consultant, instead of telling the kids he needed, they, they all needed to be studying 300 hours for this test, he would ask them a series of questions for them to realize how long they probably needed to be studying to get the grade that they needed on the test to be accepted into the school that they wanted. So through asking these questions, he would finally land at the last one, which was And how many hours do you think that will require you per week if you want to get that score? And that's when the kids would say, you know, whatever adds up to 300 hours over the course of their 10 weeks or something like that. And he would say, okay, then go for it. And then as soon as he got the kids to, for them to state themselves how much they needed to study for, the study rates increased drastically. So that's one thing I've been doing with Andrew too, is before we start the workout, I'll say, how long do you think you can go for or, you know, what do you want to try to achieve today? And I've been doing it more when we're apart because both of us have been traveling lately. So I'll say, what time do you plan on working out today? Instead of me texting him saying, texting him saying, hey, you need to get on the bike by 10 a.m. I'll say, hey, what time works for you today? Because maybe if 10 a.m. doesn't work, but he says 12 and then 12 o'clock goes by, I can say, hey, you said you were going to get on the bike at 12. So he's far more likely to remain committed to something he said versus something that I've given to him, like a command or something that I've given to him. And one of the the last principles that I've been using just in terms of persuading him to continue on each day is I'm not letting him see the scale. So I did weigh him once since our initial weigh-in and I he did not see, so he has no idea what he weighs. We are planning to have a weigh-in that we will get on camera at the 90-day mark. But the reason for this is I just want him to buy into the the daily habit. 
I want him to get into the daily habit of working out before he gets discouraged. You know, so many times if you're trying to change habits, if the vision that you have inside of your head seems too far off or too far-fetched, we can easily get discouraged. You know, I've experienced this as a former cigarette smoker. Um, Just everybody, you know, in your life telling you that you need to quit and you visualize what your life looks like after you've quit. But sometimes it feels so distant that it just doesn't even feel possible. And you're almost, you know, you're completely deterred from even trying. So knowing that my goal really has just been to plant deep enough roots with these habits, like getting us working out together for 60 minutes every day for 90 days, because that way when he steps on the scale, maybe if he hasn't lost the amount of weight that he was hoping for, the roots are still so deep that we continue on. You know, this isn't going to happen overnight. I'm definitely not preaching some lose weight fast scheme here. There are no, like, there's no magic beans or whatever. We're just taking this super slow and I'm trying to, what's, what's the term? Elicit, maybe elicit, withdraw, bring out that piece in him that I, that's so clearly there, this, this mindset piece. I'm trying to slowly draw that out so that that bleeds into his other habits, like the, the fitness and the nutrition. I know it can and I believe that he will, but he has to have, he has to have deep enough roots. So the, the, the habits have to be there. So anyways, that's why I haven't been showing him the scale. I right? just want him to plant these roots, slowly build these habits. And then once the 90 day mark rolls around, hopefully he's lost some good weight, but if not, the roots will be so deep that it won't matter. And we'll continue forward all just to persuade him to not quit essentially is what I'm, what I'm focused on here. So it has been a blast. Again, we're on day 36 today. You can watch everything on Instagram. I'm posting daily videos of just a couple seconds of us together. And hopefully, you know, it's motivating to other people that are trying to lose weight as well. And if you want, if you have any questions for Andrew or you want to just support him, I would be more than happy to pass that support and pass those questions on to him as we progress. And uh, when the documentary comes out, everybody needs to be watching it. That's for sure. So in a nutshell, that's my life right now. I'm working with, uh, two amazing anti-trafficking groups, maybe a third here in a little bit. And then I'm working with Andrew on this awesome project to get this guy to accomplish a full Ironman triathlon by hopefully 2024. So that is what's cooking. And I, I really, I really do think that I'm going to launch this, uh, this other podcast on the endurance mindset and just interviewing people that are going long distances um, and how that translates to other aspects of our life. And what's that like, you know, once you hit the wall, but you continue forward, I'm just fascinated by that stuff. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's it. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, And hopefully that helps to explain a couple things. If you're wondering where the heck whiskey Wednesday went, Uh, but Hey, like I said, in the beginning, if you do have questions that you want answered, I would encourage you to check out patreon.com because there's also, you know, you can listen to all the other episodes I've posted that are answers to other people's questions and you might have the same question. So it could be helpful. Four bucks a month. You can cancel at any time. So persuasionschool.com or patreon.com slash persuasion school. So that is that. The next thing is ratings and reviews. I bring this up all the time, but they really do help when you rate or review the show. They don't just boost my ego, although they do. You're helping other people get what they want. You know, if you're somebody that found this show because you were Googling how to negotiate a raise or whatever, 
and it worked for you, then help somebody else do the same thing when you write a review because the podcast algorithm gods will see the review and help, you know, bubble that bubble that podcast on up to the top so it's more visible to more people. More people can find it and get the same good things you got. So that would be fantastic. Uh, coaching. I've got podcast listeners that have reached out for coaching, one-on-one sessions with me, which I love. You know, now I guess if if it has to do with endurance training, great. But I've worked with marketers, I've worked with salespeople, fundraisers, beauty pageant contestants, whatever, one-on-one for coaching to help you craft a compelling pitch or narrative or message or whatever it is to help you get your message across clearly and effectively to influence other people to take action. So if you want to work together, go to my website, persuasionschoolpodcast.com, and you can click work with me up in the top right and then follow it from there. Pretty, pretty straightforward. So coaching is an option too. Then lastly, anti-trafficking. I brought this up already a couple of times. If you're somebody that's been wanting to get involved, but just didn't know how, there are you know so many organizations out there. Who do you donate to? Who do you give your money to? You can donate right through persuasionschoolpodcast.com. And 100% of what comes through there is passed on to other organizations. It's a pass-through. So both organizations, both here in the US and abroad that are fighting the good fight. And these nonprofits are focused on uh, usually they have different angles, but it varies from preventative and educational methods of uh, preventing trafficking to actual rescue operations and rescue methods to trauma restoration for survivors. So that's how you can make an impact if you'd like, persuasionschoolpodcast.com. You can also hit me up at any point. I love just meeting other people and brainstorming innovative ways that we can fight the good fight together and spread awareness would encourage you to do that. All right, guys, fun catching everybody up on what's happening in the personal life. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your Thursday, Friday, and weekend. I'll catch you guys next week. Adios.